How's it going? Hey, uh, I don't know, really. Is it going? I, going? I think we're, I think we're stopped. Really? We're dead in our tracks. Yo, Alex, remember when we were like, we were driving that one night and we had to wait for like literally 20 minutes behind that train? Yes, oh, I Oh, that is the best feeling. <laughs> I lo absolutely love train waiting. Train waiting? You love train waiting? You love train, train waiting. Specifically yeah. train waiting. I would say it depends on the time. Like, train waiting at night? I was kidding. That was sick. a sarcastic comment. I don't love train waiting, Leo. <laughs> oh, I am not like, in the same boat as you. It was like 11 p.m. It was no, it was like 10 p.m. It was not. It was not. It was, it was like 10 p.m. It wasn't. It was like it was 10 p.m. We were down in like southeast. Yeah, we we're just waiting for a train to go, listening to like whatever playlist I have playing, and just being like, "Wow, this is interesting." But it wasn't that bad. I mean, like. No, I think some person tried to like turn around and like go up the sidewalk and try and get out. Yeah, of here. that was fun. <laughs> also, fun. we kept watching the like bikers see if they could get a gap in the train, and they were like, "Did like... some guy like jump on the train and just walk across?" No, that's what I talked about. But oh, no, okay. No one like, that. I was like, I was like, there could be there, like that's what I was thinking. Like, if you were fast enough, you could climb on top of the train and then just like walk over it as it's going past, and then jump off on the other side. I'm like a little in between the cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got like a little flat lower down area or you could just like run up the road like maybe 50 feet and then get on it and then you could like jump off before and you would like it would time out with the time that you take to you know what i mean like yeah you're not wrong this is for it's in a microphone <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I forgot about that. This, is, this is a podcast okay. that we have and it's very interesting and we definitely know that we're recording right now um and we Pretty definitely have a schedule and we definitely are consistent high quality professional content Maximum effort. Maximum exactly. efficiency. On that note, would y'all ever go like, would y'all ever take like a long train ride like through different states? Like get like hop of like a freight train and just like ride it through another state? I've done that oh, before. Oh hell yeah. Um, We've done that before. Yeah, I went from... That's Michigan. a good story. That's a good beginning story for the podcast. Let's let's elaborate yeah, on that, let's, Leo. Let's hear that, Leo. Uh, I went from Michigan to Chicago. Uh, to Chicago. This was when I was, I went from grandma, uh, shout out grandma. <laughs> so she just dropped me and my brother off at the train station. We hopped on a train, rode it all the way to Chicago, and then met my family there. That's heavy. Like a freight train? Like a... Uh, no, like a, a commuter train. Oh, Wait, we, that were was talking, we, were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about like a freight train, yeah. just like hopping on a car and just train oh. all the way across. Yeah, I'm not talking miles. about just like taking a train, like just like a normal train. Like, <laughs> we're talking about train hopping, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about like getting on a freight train and like laying in a bed of like wheat and staring at the stars. Yeah, and no, that's what we that. went to. I mean, I don't know, wheat. like rock. <laughs> like, you know, like wheat grain. I think you mean hay. I feel you, Simon. I, I get it. No, I do not mean hay. I mean, like, wheat grain. Like, you know when, like, wheat is, like, unrefined and it's, like, the little, like... Refined wheat. No, no, because, like, that's the... that's the Refined wheat is just flour. Like, that's the shit that you have that you put in your, like, bread. It's, like, we process. Know what flour is. Refined. <laughs> flour. No, but that, what do you mean? On all the, like, flour packages, it says, like, refined flour. Like, refined... But that's further refined plast flour. I don't think that's yes, what yes. But my about, point the is process going from wheat to flour. No, no. But my point is like you're on a train, and you're laying on this bed of like these wheat berries. Which, by the way, you can buy wheat berries and cook them as like a like a really healthy grain. Like this is the thing. Yeah. They're not very good. They're like uh, they're like barley, but kind of just worse. It doesn't sound like it'd be tasty. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of like full globules of of wheat. I've just been chilling in the field. I don't like that word. I mean, they're not wet. Is water wet? Okay, this is a discussion where are we gonna get into? Is we're water having wet? this? No, we're having this. I don't. Want I don't that. think water is wet. I think water is wet.
Why do you think? Tell because me by wet. definition, something being wet means there is molecules of water on it, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that the water molecules adjacent in a pool of water are, by definition, making the water, mole the water molecules adjacent to each other wet. Okay, but hear this. That makes sense. You are right. in water, you are not wet. Because the only instance in where you are considered wet is when there is an you are surrounded by air and there is a presence of water on something that is normally not covered in water. Well like it's you, like it's like the Schrodinger's cat thing where you're like you're not you're not dead or alive until you open the box. What's Schrodinger's like, cat? Are you are you wet until you leave the pool? Yeah, what's Schrodinger's cat? I've heard this before, but I've never actually heard that. Oh, uh, the whole thing is uh, that Schrodinger's cat is um, it's a it's a quantum physics experiment, or not even experiment, just a theory that um, there's a cat in a box, and we can't you don't you have no visual, you have no like way of no like monitoring the cat, and until you open the the box, there is no way of knowing if the cat is alive or dead. Therefore, by quantum relativity, it is both alive and dead at the same time. That's Wait. sad. Wait, so there's a cat in a box, and the cat may be dead or alive, but you don't know if it's dead or alive until you open the box? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cat box. Interesting. Box. I yeah, mean, I box. guess, but that's, that could just be said for anything, right? Like, you could just say, like, there's a man. Do we know whether this man is, like, a man? Well, it's or more object? about, like, the actual witnessing of the person, like, or the witnessing of the object. Like... Like, if I turn around right now, there is is there a ghost standing behind me about to kill me? We don't know, I have to turn oh, around. Isn't that the same principle? Like, yeah, like, yeah. you don't know until it's... Yeah. I don't Schrodinger's know if cat is the example, not... Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's just an it's example. not specifically so. about a cat in a box. Well, I don't know if that's... Cat the... in box equals quantum relativity. I have a period. question. Yeah. No. What about a man in a box? Like... I think the same, the same... But you know what? I'm Googling this shit. Hold up. Do we know if the man is Schrodinger. dead? Cat. <laughs> Schrodinger. Was he German? Schrodinger. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Schrodinger's cat is a thought experiment, sometimes described as a paradox, devised by an Australian-Irish physicist, er, physicist, physicist <laughs> Schrodinger, in 1935. During the course of discussions with Albert Einstein, it illustrates what he saw at the as the problem of the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics. Oh, the scenario presents a hypothetical cat that may be simultaneously both alive and dead, a state known as quantum superposition, as a result of being linked oh, to a random subatomic event that may or may not occur. Though the thought- oh my god, fucking hell, okay, well. Okay, that's way more complicated. I like the- I like the- there's a cat in a box, is it dead or alive? That's <laughs> Well, actually, there's much more to it. I way oversimplified it. Apparently, there's like- there's a, a machine that can- Based on quantum superposition, both kill and not kill the cat. Wait, there's a machine. There's like a whole. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Look at the image. I, look at what I put in. Hold on, how do I? Uh, there's a stuff. machine. So you're telling me there's like a like a little axe that's like in this in this box. <laughs> yeah, look. Whoa. Oh I don't know what well, it is, but looks like it like, like releases like a neuron gas that will kill the cat. I know, but the cat is both alive and dead. No, 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 because it's like it's it's basically just a split path. It's like two different options. One of the options results in the cat being dead, and one of the options results being in the cat being alive. But it's quant. But that. But then you just defined quantum superposition. Okay, how about this? How about we just open the box? <laughs> <laughs> how about we we touch the water? Yeah. Well, no. If you touch the water, then you pull your hand out of the water. Your hand is then wet. Yeah, while you I are fully submerged in the water, it's the okay. same as the cat. You thing. think while you're in the water, you're wet? Yes. 
I actually don't think this is the same as the cat thing because you don't have two options. It's true. No, I was like making a joke, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that we went down the rabbit hole. Also, I really hope Schrodinger did not have a cat that he put in a box and then just left it there for his whole life. <laughs> Schrodinger then realizes he hasn't fed the cat no, no. in like he four weeks and it's like, later. well... He comes back ten years later and the cat's dead and he's like, quantum relativity doesn't exist. But the cat's dead and that's because it's a living animal that like reacts with it. Yeah. Like, it could just randomly okay. have a and die. Like. <laughs> Sorry to break the fourth wall, but I'm seeing a topic called Serial Laptop, and I just want to yeah. know what that entails. Yeah, you want to talk about Serial Laptop? Can we talk about Serial Laptop? Yes, yeah, please. Oh, wait, I want to put one last thing on the water is wet thing. Mm -hmm. I got one, my last thought on that. Um, so according to um, the water molecules adjacent to it are making the water itself wet, I don't think that's true because it's all about like having a source of air to compare it with. Like, I think mm -hmm. a human underneath the water would be wet because... Like, there, you have your skin and you have a bunch of different things that aren't water that you are made of. So there's something to compare it to. So technically, you are wet while in the water. Water itself is not wet because there's nothing to compare it to. The very, very, very top molecule okay. of water would also be wet because it's touching the air. But everything so under it would this. not be. So water is, is not is, wet. What? Is the bottom of the ocean wet? The, the stuff that's touching sand, yeah. But well, the water touching like water is not. Of air? Isn't there like a tiny molecular layer of air between everything and water? It's not air, it's just molecular, molecular emptiness. Uh, no, but like, Void. yeah, because like there's just the whole thing of like, you never actually touch anything. No, yeah, because yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's actually really no, topic because all molecules naturally repel each other, but yes. Wait, hold on. We are technically made of like 60% water, so are we always wet? I'm always wet for you. I don't- I think the absence- I'm gonna leave it there, fuck it. <laughs> I think the absence of- Okay, whatever, whatever, we're done with it, we're done with it. We've- we've been on this for a Okay, Leo, you wanna explain serial keyboard or- Okay, so, <laughs> um... That sounds disgusting. I have- I had like an old Chromebook, old Acer Chromebook, um, that I would, um... <laughs> So I would take it everywhere and like I would pretty much I'd take it to school every once in a while I had it for like six seven years I got it well, I don't know fifth grade maybe just to for school but school was mostly just YouTube for me because you know YouTube's fun what do you mean wait hold on what do you mean school is just YouTube for you because I wouldn't actually pay attention to school and I would just watch YouTube oh, instead oh, this is now this is like oh this okay. is years ago Good, good. I was like, what the fuck? So basically, uh, what happened was I, um, I kind of have bad luck with making myself bowls of cereal where, like, one in five times, <laughs> it'll spill. <Sure>. Um, <laughs> like, not even, I'm not even joking. Everyone's, like, it, it'll happen maybe once a week whenever I eat cereal every day. One bowl would spill. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I have my computer in my hand with my headphones on watching YouTube. I'm walking down to my kitchen, made myself a bowl of cereal in the morning, um, and I'm carrying my bowl of cereal in one hand and my computer in the other. <laughs> and I think I slipped a little bit and I like fell backwards just a little bit, but it was just enough to spill like half of the bowl of cereal all over my keyboard. <laughs> oh, that's yummy. <laughs> and so I had this bowl of Cheerios just yeah. on my keyboard. That sounds like a modern art piece. Oh, it was brutal. I see that in his DM. Like, if I use some sort of clear clay, like some clear white clay instead of milk that's like, that's still visible and isn't liquid, it's a solid that you, it just stays. 
you could make like a surreal art piece of a bunch of milk and cereal cascading off of a keyboard. What would that, I mean, of course it'd be abstract, but what would that mean? Like, wait, Leo. <laughs> that's for the viewer you, to decide. Leo, have you seen the, like, uh, the Japanese food art? Probably. Art. Okay. Because there's like art where people use um, like acrylic to make really detailed pieces of food. They they, they look edible, but they're just like oh. plastic and acrylic and shit. And I looked up Japanese food art, like... and the first one is a Mario made out of rice and fish. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, no, I've actually when I was in Japan uh, with my um, my homestay, uh, when she made me lunch when I went to the school on time, she made like hats out of rice. Oh, that's cute. I mean, a part of me felt really bad eating them because I'm eating cats made out of rice, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. They <laughs> said like 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 top hats, not cats. Yeah, I thought you said hats too. Top hat rice. Oh, they are cats. They were. <gasps> that reminds Somebody me. Somebody made a dog. Ben's just looking at a Japanese food art at this point. It's so cool. <laughs> There's a bunch of terrible uh, ones, and they're really cute. I used to have this thing where like I would always like make. It was like kind of similar to Leo. I would like make breakfast in the morning and I would have this thought in the back of my head because, okay, so I, I have really steep stairs in my house. So like when I'm walking up, I have to be really careful to the point where like, I can't even like bend my knees because if I bend my knees, I will hit my knees on the stair. That's how steep they are. Wow. Like, yeah, my, the stairs in my house are ridiculously steep. It's like climbing a ladder basically. Um, and I was like walking up my stairs with a bowl of cereal in one hand and like something else, whatever food I was, I, was, I had. And this would happen every once in a while. I would just like slip and just like build like shit all down the stairs and like make this uh, mess. and i would just be like okay every time that would happen i would just like stand there and just like sigh and be like, okay it's one of those mornings I, I and then just clean it up and be late to everything it doesn't happen that much anymore because i'm more careful now i think more coordinated but as like a like a freshman to like younger god good lord i did not know how to handle myself yeah i know is that why you show up to school like 30 minutes late in junior year uh in junior year i should to school 30 minutes late in junior year yeah, dude, I'm just blaming like, you because you slept in a lot and then you'd go to school late. Oh, well, well no, I'd be, I'd like start oh, yeah. counting because I would be sitting in uh, uh, Mr. Meadows' class and I'd just be waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> like, this is a good one today. Like, I don't actually remember why. I think, I think I was just really stressed or like didn't like I didn't feel I wasn't feeling school, but I don't think there was a specific reason. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It wasn't because I was spilling food. Or, I'll tell you that. I'm just built. No, up. I was messing with you. No, I think most yeah. of it was just you were tired and you didn't care about waking up to be on time because it was Meadows no, class. I didn't. Yeah, I think I did it more on um, on A days because I had like A days were like stressful and I had like a bunch of classes and I was like, okay, I actually have to be at school at time. But like getting up for school was just hard for me. So like. Yeah, I feel bad. You had living in the U.S. second period. That is not stressful. No, but I had anatomy first period, and that is kind of stressful. Oh. It's difficult. It's just a lot of stuff, and you know, you kind of have yeah, to be on top of your I game. Can vouch for that. You <laughs> second just you, yeah. Um. Okay, y'all. Do you want to talk about work stories? Sure. No. Denied. I recently got a new job. I used to work at an amusement park. Yes. Thank you. Hey, Leo. Uh. I still technically work at the amusement park, but, uh, you know, I haven't worked there in, like, seven months, so, uh, I'm pretty much not working there. I now work at a pub. Um, I'm a dishwasher and salad prepper. Is very <laughs> Salad specifically. Oh, dude, I make some fucking banging salads, okay? Don't nice. even talk. Oh, I don't doubt that. I believe it. Oh my god, we have one called the Oaks Bottom Salad, which, uh, is 
we all make we we make all of our we try and make all of our food in house, and so uh, they are um, champagne. Uh, like, sorry, not champagne. They're like not pickled, but no, they're like candied hazelnuts. Uh, mm. Not pickled, but like not pears. So they're pears that were like in like champagne and other sweet things. So. Yeah, it's like a pickle process, but also not because it's not vinegar. It's a pickle process with different mediums than vinegar. Exactly. It's sweet. Basically. Exactly, right. and so but Ooh. we use pears, and then yeah. I that sounds uh, good. Yeah, and then we have like a homemade uh, pomegranate vinaigrette. What's the what's the vet, what's the like lettuce or whatever? Oh, uh, it's uh, mes- mesculine greens. So it's like a mixture of uh, like lettuce, spinach, a little bit of arugula, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's pretty nice. I'd eat that salad. That's pretty poggers, dude. There's a bunch of other yeah, ones that I make, um, but I'm not going to go into them. I guess I'll just have to go there and try them. <laughs> Hell yeah. We should go to Lompoc. Um, do you want to talk about your or whatever story you wanted to talk about within getting a new job? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so basically, um, I have this wonderful new coworker. Uh, her name is Sonia. I love her very much. Uh, she, yeah, right? Um, she I is. I sexy time with her. What? <laughs> We're not on the Borat segment yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. But she. <laughs> to the point that I got about politics and shit. I'm like, you know what? I'll listen, but sometimes. Responding. That seems like I feel like she can There's handle a- everything and um, uh, yeah, she's just a very long time and knows exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it, like. That's it's probably impressive. why she's so comfortable talking about all these topics while there's so much stress going down because she's good at handling it and she knows what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, like, handling stress is something that, like... Something I, I was strike for. Yeah, I was talking to my mom about this because she's... My mom is a doctor and she went to, like, you know, med school was this crazy big thing where, you know, supposedly, like, the hardest... Uh, like, a, the biggest amount of workload for, like, uh, any school or any sort of like post-secondary schooling that you go into and she was like talking about how she had a friend who could just um sit down in front of her computer and just like work for seven hours straight just studying on assignments and stuff just like never lose focus and just handle all the stress of this stuff really well and just be able to like you know like move at a like adapt to this and work at a a high level of like proficiency and efficiency Um, which i think is like definitely not something that I can do and it's definitely something that I think very few people can do but like if you're one of those people turn up like that's epic yeah exactly <laughs> impressive yeah you'll got it down you'll be just fine in life yeah I mean if you if you have that skill I feel like the ability to sit down and grind and just be able to work with something basically just being hard working in general like you're kind of set like that's, that's I feel great. like COVID is the worst thing for my work ethic mm. oh same here <laughs> I mean, yeah. actually I feel like I've been doing really good in school Specifically, it's things without deadlines that I can't do right now. It's just like, yeah. if you give me a week, I will do like one seventh of that assignment every day. 
No, if you give me assignment with one week on it, I will do like one seventh of that assignment every day. But if you give me assignment doing a few months, it's like, what do I do with this until the last week? Doing it a few months, Jesus. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, how do you get assignments to, like with the accelerated pace? How do you even do that? Yeah. I was context, referring to college stuff. Has swapped from doing year-long classes to each. We're doing four classes each semester, and they're sped up. Mm. It's very fast. I don't. It's very fast-paced. I don't love it. I don't. I'm kind of indifferent on it. I don't enjoy it. I don't hate it. It's just kind of there, and I'm living with I it. Just, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I can't. Like, there's no time to focus. Like. Like right as you yeah. get into one topic, we're like, oh, that, this is kind of cool. Like right as you start getting into a topic, they just immediately switch it up on you. It doesn't feel like yeah, I'm totally able to focus on any any one thing. Your units are always like kind of weird. I feel like it'd be nice if every class had like an extra twenty minutes on it. Mm -hmm. Like not the same as last year, where classes were like ninety minutes. But if you had like an hour instead of forty-five minutes, at least. Mm -hmm. you, would, you would like you would like classes to be longer. Yeah, because it just feels like I'm in a lot of AP and college level classes and they're still trying to be like good people as well as good teachers and still teach hard classes. But there's just a lot of like getting really big like assignments and a lot of work and then teachers also trying to like start class with a little bit of conversation and trying to get to know the students. There's not time for it. So I think it'd be kind of nice to get like an extra 10, 15, 20 minutes at the beginning or, or the end of class just to like have that time to get to know people because that's really important right now especially with everything online just because there's a lot of like if we want to do in like a small activity where okay so last year we used to have 90 minute classes and four of them a day so the teachers would be able to spend 20 30 minutes of class doing an activity where the kids get to know each other better or the teachers get to like explain what they do in their life apart from teaching or they just get to like get a better feeling for everything but now if you do that that's a whole day. Like you just lost a day of class doing that because so all we true. have is 40 minutes. So I don't like, as much as I don't want to do more school, I think it's beneficial for like mental health and social health to have extra time to have breathing room during class. Exactly. I mean, I think the same thing though, mental health and social health, I think having uh, like less of your day being taken up by school is something a lot of people can, I know at least in me, I couldn't, I'm sure I could, but it would suck to do like school until like 3 p.m. Like, I don't think I could do that with online school sitting in front of a computer trying to like, you know, process all of these different assignments being thrown at us in a virtual space is like difficult to sort of like get a grasp on what you're, what is expected of you. And sometimes like, I think also it allows people options to do other things, especially because, you know, we're seniors. So we have to deal with college stuff right now. And that's like a big, yeah, a big, uh, just Simon. <laughs> like, hey, I can talk about that a little later if we want, but um, yeah. Well, the other thing is you guys, um, none of your teachers do asynchronous classes. And for me, it's only my Spanish class, but that's the one that happens at two. So like on a lot of my days, I have class from nine to ten, nine to noon, and then another hour of class from two to three. So at this point, I'm just kind of like, if I could just have longer classes in general and not have to deal with a two hour break and then another hour of school, I would much prefer that, honestly. It's all momentum based where um, yeah. you can't, it's almost like a habit. A habit is something you do every day at the same exact time. Uh, when you cut breaks into it, then it gets really difficult because you'll. it's something you don't necessarily want to do. And so having that free time is something that's very important and very nice to have. But then when you have to jump right back into school a couple hours later, it's like, oh shit, I really have to? How's it become? Yeah, it's like, okay, I can work out for an hour. It's like I get done with school, I immediately have to like 
change and then I can work out for an hour and then I have to shower and then I have to eat. And by the time that it takes to like redress, figure like figure everything out and like have a little bit of calm down time. And then I have to figure out what I'm gonna cook, what I'm gonna eat, what I'm gonna do. And then I have to jump back to class. Cause if I don't, if I eat at like eight and I don't eat until past three, I'm not gonna be able to focus in class mm-hmm. from two to three. So it's just like, it's really difficult to fit everything in and also have to like do all of that switching. I don't know. So this is also a very first world problem. I don't want to make this seem like oh, yeah. I actually have a genuinely like difficult life or anything. This is just like a very me thing where it's not that big of a deal, but I just yeah, we're not here to complain. About it. Yeah, we're really grateful to be in school, especially during a time like this. It's just you know we're not used to it. Sure. Something that yeah. we are definitely still it adjusting is. to. Um, I think before. Um, I think I can vouch for many people and say during the spring, we didn't do much. It was very easy to pass those classes. It was very, very easy to do everything. I mean, that's simple. Yeah. Good. Well, I, uh, I have a fun idea. You have fun? Well, okay, I mean, I have a question. What's up? I, I want to know, I want to hear your guys' input. What would be the most spectacular funeral? You can imagine. Oh, yes. Like I'm um, talking, like I need. We need like fireworks display. Like we're we're talking spectacular, both positive and negative. No, what you gotta do is you gotta do that one thing that the Irish guy did and record your. It's like you know you're gonna pass away. So like if you have a terminal illness, you record things of yourself. Um, like you going like, hello, hello, <laughs> like with the coffin and make it seem like you are still alive. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, you know, like, like death notes, like my life was great. Oh, no. No, okay, <laughs> I'm t- okay. I'm talking like just, you know, your family a funny, like last minute to have a good laugh, because funerals are- They're probably terrify funny. the shit out of them. Like, you yeah, really funny. You think that they're alive in the coffin? Like, what the hell? Why, you know, they used to, um, they used to put, uh, like, bells, like a, a string into coffins in the old days. They did, yeah. They didn't. They couldn't. They didn't have a like a medically like strong like very good way to diagnose. Yeah, if anyone. Yeah, they didn't know if anyone was in, just in a coma or something. So they just like, bring them and like good luck. So they could like if they woke up in the coffin, they could be like ding ding ding. <laughs> Hello. Which, by the way, it makes me think. Was does that mean that there's just somebody like walking around in graveyards, just like making sure nobody rings a bell, like a gravekeeper? Like you know from like Ocarina of Time, the gravekeeper. That's like, that used to be a thing. Is that, is that, when is they that... open up the, what do they call it? What's the box that, that they open? That is the, the arc. On, I know this. Yeah, it's the arc. 
It's the arc, yeah. When they open up the arc and all their faces melt off, and it's like a, it's like stop motion wax figures that they yeah. put a bunch of um, heat on, and their faces slowly melt. I want to do like, that. Such a great scene. I mean, how old was that? Like seventies? Oh, it's old. Yeah. Older? Or... Have you ever seen Indiana Jones, Simon? I've seen, um, I've seen like, I think it was whatever one where he like has the big ball rolling after him. That's the first That's one. That's the first one. Oh, then I have seen the first one. I just remember that scene. It's from 81. Okay, the 80s. That's pretty cool. Lost it's Art. on Netflix. Maybe I should watch If anybody it. who hasn't seen it needs to see this again, which you do need to see it. I, it's important. Yeah. It's so good. Good to know. I mean, I mean, Indiana Jones, I feel like, is like... Indiana Jones has a ball. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like... Oh, like, uh, do be rolling. Indiana Jones, James Bond, like... That made fe- not that fuck. That made people feel epic back then, but now it's just like Endgame. Hey, segue. That's yeah. Actually, wait. Well, I'm not gonna segue yet. Ben has more work. Has a work story, but what? Oh, are we back to work stories again? Well, yeah. I was, gonna say that really... awesome. I was gonna segue to Endgame if we want, but uh... I don't really. I feel like my, I don't really have any specific stories, but I can just talk about my, my like my work life. But I feel like it'd be better to jump in movies. <laughs> Or, I like. I think wants to talk about forklift woman. If you want to hear that, talk so, about forklift okay. woman. I, in case any of you forgot, uh, working at a McDonald's. <laughs> in case uh, you forgot, I have the privilege of. In case you forgot, I'm important. Um, yes. And uh, we have some weird people come through, mainly just because it's a McDonald's and it's cheap. But um, I think one of the most wacky experiences I've had to date um, was uh, so we okay when you're when you have your headset on um, whenever someone pulls up to the the screen to order uh, you get a beep in your ear and then you have to press the button on the headset to uh, turn on but you can hear everybody people everything people are saying until you turn on and just the button is basically <laughs> just for talking to yourself so I hear I hear the weirdest, like, I've heard a lot of weird engines just because some crazy cars come through, but, um, I have another car, actually, but, uh, I heard, like, a mechanical sounding, like, it sounded (laughs) weird, and I was, like, so I was already, like, what the fuck is this, and then this lady gets on, and it doesn't sound like she's in a car, like, there's no, like, there's no echo or anything, it just sounds like there's an engine, like, she's, like, Pull the generator up next to the, to the booth, and she's just standing next to it in the drive-thru. And, and I'm like, that's weird sounding. I take her order, it's fine. Do you want like a cheeseburger? What's some other some random McDonald's shit? And she pulls around the corner, and basically the second that you pull away from the screen at my McDonald's, I can see your car. And I and she ends her order and and I hear a <laughs> like it was a weird fucking noise and she pulls around this corner and she's in this like weird like four-wheeled forklift thing <laughs> like, the entire, no but like the entire like base of wheels is like like there's a big disc in the middle and this disc okay. like the entire top hat like the entire top part of the forklift can rotate 360 degrees it is the like it was a fucking weird. Yo, that's kind of wacky. I know, right? So she she comes around, she comes on the corner and realizes that like her her entire upper half is like too far to the left, so she would have clipped the building. So I have to watch her stop the forklift, 
get out of the forklift, flip a lever, turn the entire top half of the forklift 90 degrees so that the, the like the, the prongs are facing out away from the drive-thru. So she's like driving perpendicular to the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And she gets I can window. imagine this. And like leans out backwards. It's like a roll cage. There's no windows. She like leans out the back and like awkwardly hands me her card. I'm just like in disbelief, laughing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, "What? Never seen a forklift before?" And I'm like, "That is not a forklift." <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, My God. Like okay then. So um, it had like did it have like normal car wheels on it? Like it was like a lifted. It was like I don't even know how to describe. It looked like like a mix between like regular wheels you'd see on like a chevy suburban but also like shop wheels i don't know how to describe them <laughs> like anyways um i finally i, I messed up the courage or like the not the courage but just finally the stopped courage. laughing to ask, ask her yeah. what the and, and i ask her how did you get a forklift in mcdonald's drive through and she says in the most nonchalant way oh my boss wanted some coffee and i'm like did she Wait, she ordered four <laughs> coffees yeah she ordered oh, coffees. Okay. yeah but I, I'm just like, how did your boss let you? And she's like, oh, my boss's car was being used and something was being used. So my boss just told me to take the forklift. I mean, I respect the confidence. I, I know, right? Like, I respect it. But this thing only goes like 10, 20 miles an hour tops. Like, I can't see a forklift maxing out too far. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> we have a, a hallway going between the two windows so I can stare directly at the person at the second window where they handle the food. And this lady pulls away, and I just look down the hallway, and my coworker <laughs> Gusty looks down, and we're just looking at each other in disbelief, just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> That's insane. Anyway, yeah. Wow, okay, well, we have a title for the episode now. Forklift Woman. <laughs> McDonald's Forklift? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Well, McDonald's Forklift. We have two options. We can segue to talk about movies, or I can tell my little story about... Because as of as it stands right now, of the four boys, I'm the only one who is currently unemployed. Haha, <laughs> loser. Yes. <laughs> Funny. Do we do we want to do we want to do we want to talk about that or do we want to seg segue to movies? Um, I guess I could. Okay, Simon, why don't you talk about um your current job standing and I can talk about how the vibes at my job have shifted because it's nights because it's kind of funnier now oh yeah I have a lot of funny night stuff that I can talk about so night shifts are better dude for sure they are so for me um I was a couple months ago I was like and yes I do say months ago it has been this long I was like I'm gonna start looking for a job again because I don't have um theater it's not because of school it's COVID so I don't have theater to go to um you know I I'm, I just have college and school to worry about and I want to make some money um again so I was like let's go looking for jobs again so i start submitting applications to places and what i discovered quickly is that uh, i to this day to the, like literal like dozens and dozens of applications that i've submitted they don't they never respond like you have to do all of the calling all the emails. a lot more mundane it's a lot of like me getting bullshitted by different companies so like i applied to chipotle and they i called them about it Uh, maybe like I think the excuse that I gave up on was the guy being like auto oh, labor laws are kind of weird right now, which is a complete lie. The labor laws have not changed and are very normal and fine. And COVID is not a thing, so that kind of turned me off of that. And so I've applied to a bunch of people. I'm not going to. Do... It's yeah, it's not. He, he was just trying to get rid of me. Um, 
But the, there was one place that I applied to, and I got an application in, and I called them and talked to a couple of on day at this time and then on monday that same the same day that was supposed to happen i get a call 30 minutes before from the woman joan who's like um bob is sick interview and But I could hear on on this Saturday. I'll do your interview. I promise it won't be anyone else. Um, I was like, okay, sure, that's fine. So Saturday, and I do that interview. And that goes really well. I get an email from Bob. Just goes, hey, hey. So the we hired. We I didn't know that this but Jonah people <laughs> in the space of this week and we now now no longer anymore and I was like uh, what happened? I don't know what's happened <laughs> that's that. uh, he was like but I'll refer you to a different location and I was like okay sure so he gets all my documents and stuff and refers me to a different location so I end up going to that location and for a, for another interview air quotes because what actually happened air is quotes literally two minutes they literally like one the hiring manager came out talked to me for two minutes and goes I'll email you because he was like I already have all your info I'm not giving you an interview because I already have all your info and I don't have time and I was like okay I thought this was supposed to be an interview she's like no I'm not giving you an interview I don't have time and I was like oh, okay sure she was like, okay, but we, I will tell you, you are, you're in competition for somebody else who also applied to this position and they got an interview. So I was like, and this, this is fair how? And she was like, I, I, I don't know, bro. Just leave me alone. I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> it didn't happen like that. I'm paraphrasing. But um, but then like I get an email a couple days later that she was basically just like, yeah, no, we just went a different direction with it, which basically just means they hired the other person, which I don't really, don't really know how that, why I didn't just give you an interview. But yeah, it... I just, I've come to realize that nobody in Portland knows how to schedule anything, and I basically have to do all of the work for them, because they never want to do anything. They're always like, I literally called another, I called another place yesterday, and I was like, I submitted an application to you guys literally like four days ago. Has it been reviewed, or have you guys received it? He's like, I don't know, bro, maybe I'll look at them. I don't know, I might or I might not. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, <laughs> I, I was like, well, I submitted, I submitted an application there like about a month ago, and it never got reviewed, and I never got called about it. He was like, I don't know, bro, I just look at them every couple weeks or so, and you know, just kind of... <laughs> Suss it out, and I'm like, all right. He's. I was like, so is it gonna review? He's like, I don't know, bro. I just leave me alone. I can't tell you. Like, I'll, maybe I'll do it later. Maybe I won't. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, I, <laughs> not so, good, not basically. Yeah. Um. Still unemployed. Hopefully, I'll be employed by the next podcast. We'll see what happens. I don't know at this Fingers, point. Fingers, fingies crossed. Yeah, we will see. Um. Yeah. Fingy, fingy.
Everyone, everyone, uh, everyone manifest for me, okay? Better mm. manifest for you. Alright, you wanna talk about night shifts? Yeah, so um so because I, I am a senior as well as everybody else, I feel like we've been over the fact that we're all seniors at this point. Um during the summer I did basically all opening shifts. I did like two night shifts during the summer to get me ready for doing night shifts in the school year, but now I, I only do shift, right? what? Your plan was to do only morning shifts before with school even. Yeah, no, I was only gonna do more. I wasn't gonna do morning shifts during school, but I was gonna do it for the summer, which is what I did. But now that I'm in school, the plan was always to do <clears throat> night shifts. But I do still have one morning shift on Sundays every week, but this is the last one, and then it's gonna be nights, which I'm very excited about because I don't like waking up at oh, 5 a.m. on a Sunday. Oh, they're so bad on, during the school year. I can't. But well, um, not only that, but you couldn't hang out like late at night with us. Like usually we'd play like oh, yeah, no, it was games. Terrible. Or we played something together. Um, and so, Sounds like I gotta go to bed at 8. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I either have to sacrifice my sleep or I have to not be able to hang out with anybody. So, needless to say, I'm, I changed that and I'm gonna... After this Sunday, I am now only doing um, night shifts, which I'm very excited about. So anyways, I'm just gonna say a little bit about like how the vibes are there, because they're very different because there's a certain there's certain managers that are morning and certain managers that are night but most of the ones that do morning um also do like until probably seven o'clock at night like some of them come in on mornings and some of them come in at nine and some of them stay later than night and stuff but they all generally kind of they run the gamut they run the whole thing so uh i need to make up names for these people so we're gonna say um my two night shift managers are Donna and Josh. We're gonna go with jo- with Donna and Josh. So Donna is like on top of everything. She runs a super tight ship. It's great. Everybody gets exactly what they have to do, done exactly when they have to do it, and we close as early as possible. And then Josh is a completely other breed. He is like like I ha- I have nothing against Josh. He's great. I love him, but he is just not nearly as as on top of it as Donna is he is very much like so we close at 11 and then usually it ends up going until like I don't know um 11 15 11 20 with him and like more closer to 11 10 with Donna but he but it's like 11 10 with him and you're like okay do you have anything else that you that you need for us to do before we can leave and finish our shifts and he's like I uh um uh could you I um oh yeah could you go for vacuum that? And take like that's how long it takes him, and you're just like, okay. And then you vacuum it, and it's like, is there anything? <laughs> he's like, uh, no, I think you could just watch the door. And then five minutes later, it's like 11:15. I'm expecting to go home. Oh yeah, could you walk this trash down over there? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I can do that. And it's like obviously I can do it because if I don't do it, I don't get to leave. But it's still, yeah. it's a different, it's a very different like way of running things he's not as, he's not as on top of it but it's still it's a fun vibe no matter what because it's it's just it's all it keeps you moving and it keeps you on your toes i mean i guess like that could be something that would be like more chill and not as like i don't know what the word is like strict yeah but at the same time it's, yeah I, it's less strict I, I don't think i would enjoy that i'd rather just be like this is what's happening and then i get to leave now yeah but, but either way, there's still a lot of downtime on night shifts compared to morning shifts because by the time you get to 10 o'clock, unless it's a really bad night, like it's a Sunday night or something, which Sundays are the worst, 
no matter what time of day you're working. I feel that. Unless it's a, basically, unless it's a Sunday, you can um, get done with everything. And it's like, you're pretty much done with almost everything at 10. And then you have like 30 minutes of just sitting there and hanging out and not doing much. And you get to just dink around. And then at like 10.30, there's probably a few other extra things that you can only do at that point because they're like time specific. Like, oh, this customer, all these customers didn't want their items. Go put them back. But, you, but usually that doesn't happen until later. So there's just like a lot of downtime and a lot of chill, which is very nice and something that I'm very ha- grateful for. Mm. I'm also g- very grateful that I do get to only work nights after this because it's not my favorite working mornings. Yeah. Sunday uh, morning is not a fun day to work. Suck. Yeah, definitely. I've worked one morning shift to date and it is terrible. <laughs> I can't even imagine Alec having to wake up early. <laughs> That'd be funny. It's like, look who's talking. <laughs> What do you mean? I, I can f- actually okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I, I can't. Like, what do you? I uh, no, I can't. I could do it, but it would suck. Like not. It would not. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like. I kind of like when it's. You remember? Okay, I'm gonna bring up a memory that I think is. This is a good memory for all of us. I think except Ben. Wasn't okay. There, but Ben wasn't there. But um, Ben goes okay. Ben wasn't there. So do you remember like the vibe when we all woke up really early? It was at like six a.m. that morning to go skiing. We were all yeah, like, awesome. and then we just oh, yeah, got warm. We were all wearing like ski stuff. We we're just eating oatmeal and it was, like really warm and like like really warm and cozy inside. And everyone was just kind of like a little groggy and sleepy and fuzzy. Like I like that. My mom made a loaf of awesome. pumpkin bread too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was really funny. That was a great day. We need to do that again this winter. We do, yeah. We're talking. We were talking about that last night when before you even uh, before you were even on. We were talking about going uh, skiing or snowboarding. Totally. I was say, I mean, I am getting a season pass because I'm doing ski team again. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not I gonna have be, a, There we go. No, no, nothing actually. I really shouldn't talk about that. Totally. What? I don't have money for a pass. That's not what I was gonna talk about, but yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, like, uh, I was gonna talk about a person who we shouldn't, like, dox. Gotcha. <laughs> dox. He was making up like fake names for managers. Why would you not make up a fake fake name for a person? Because I don't want to. Because then it doesn't make any sense. Because then you don't know who I'm talking about, idiot. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, we should definitely go skiing again. That was a good vibe. Totally. Um. Yeah. Most definitely. I really miss skiing. Just like. I don't know. Um. I'm not going to be racing this season, sadly, because of COVID and the uh, entire spiel with the basically. My team decided to find a loophole of calling it a training club instead of a racing club, and so we actually Ooh. aren't getting insurance and all that junk. Just quite nice. Haha, uh-huh, junk. Interesting. And so, um, like, it'll definitely work out for us, but uh, I'm just not going to have any races. But that gives me plenty of time just to ski around, I can practice my carbs, and then I get to bring up my free skis. You remember those? The crazy wide ones? Oh, yeah. Those, yeah, I remember those. <laughs> I get to take around those a lot more. Yeah, that, that would... I think you said carbs instead of carbs for a minute, and I was very confused. Shoveling pasta in his mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can practice on my carbs. <laughs> I'm on mountain eating pasta. Um... Pasta mountain. There's one other thing that I think would be cool to talk about, um, and that is we had a little, a little like party for to celebrate the release of Borat Two. <laughs> um, for anyone that doesn't know what Borat is, it is basically 
Sasha Baron Cohen. It's a fucked up social experiment. Yeah, that's basically the way to describe it. It is Sasha Baron Cohen is the main actor, and he basically plays this character by the name of Borat from Kazakhstan, which, by the way, is a real country, right? It's a. It is a real country, yeah. Yeah. Um, This character from Kazakhstan, who's basically just like this extremely socially awkward, like weird guy, but it's it's very hard to explain Borat. He has no social cues. Yeah, he has zero social cues, and he just kind of like explains. Like he just like like just gives his own vibe off. It just fills the fills the setting with his own vibe. Um, he also is very impressionable. So he he like met up with uh, in the first one. He met up with uh, the, the was it in Georgia? Was it uh, Atlanta? The the one where he like where he goes to the hotel and he like is actually oh, uh, all like gangster. The, the yeah. new hotel. But, well, that, he's not, that's not that's the one where he goes to a hotel that's owned by a couple of Jews, and then he, no, no, it was way before that. <laughs> it was like, he, he just oh, left. And he was oh, like, yes. No, he was not impressioned by the by the hotel. He was impressioned by a group of like people he met on the street. And, that's what I meant. And so he was like with this group of like gangsters on the street, and they like taught him how to dress. So he's like, he's like sagging his pants down, hello, hello. Yeah, so he like walks to the hotel and goes like, bang, bang, skeet, skeet, and then he says the N-word, and he's definitely not black. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I mean, it's it's definitely like fucked up, like it's it's, it's like a fucked up... Thing. It kind of hits that, that weird like cringe almost, where you like... It, it, oh, it's 100% cringe. Leo hates it. Leo hates it. It's like that office, like it's uh... Like Steve Carroll's kind of office vibe where he's Carroll and it's very hard to watch. Carroll. Well, a huge thing about The Office though is I love I've seen the entire season series. I love it. It's just the fact that I know that those people don't that they are not in on it. It they are totally blind. They have no idea like who he is, what he's doing. Like they don't know what's happening. Yeah, so basically it's the the whole movie is basically there are only a few actors and all of the responses from live people are from real people that you just meet on the street. So like in the first movie, I won't we, I don't think we should say anything super spoiler about the second movie because it's just it came out. Not yeah, no. Yeah. Want to go watch it, but in the first movie there is a particularly a scene where he's in the middle of like I believe it's New York, yeah, it's New York. And he like goes up to a guy on the street and tries to like shake his hand and kiss him on the cheek you know how they do like friends and shit like kiss him on the cheek and the guy just like what the fuck don't touch me he's like sprinting down the middle of the street in new york with borat running after him trying to catch him he brings a chicken on the subway it's it's hilarious chicken that was a good scene yeah but yeah basically we want what were you gonna say leo Oh, I was just about to say it's messed up but it's also pretty funny it's messed up but it's funny it's kind of riding the line of like still being able to kind of have fucked up humor and be okay yeah. with it. That's a golden globe for it. Yeah, I mean, he's also just a phenomenal actor. Also, funnily enough, according to my mom, he's actually acting in a serious movie. He's acting in like a, or a very oh. serious role in a very serious movie that is, I think it's a drama or something. I don't know what it's called, but... Uh, wow. Supposedly. I don't know I don't know much about it, but supposedly, according to my mom, said, allegedly. Um, yeah, but anyway, allegedly. so we were like, Borat 2 is coming out, which is the second installment. And it has, it has come out. Has come out, sorry, yeah, has come out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And it's been how many years? Like seven years or something? Like a long time since since Borat won. And we were was. like, let's let's have a Borat party. And I actually that was the same day that I had the second interview. Um so they they went all the way over to Leo's house into his backyard where you've got you can describe this if you look back here. I basically have a fire pit, like I have a whole setup for socially distant availability of being able to do things together. Um so just was we had a fire pit um we got really cold 
Um, because we, we can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Holy shit, it was so cold. It was freezing. And so I had my TV out in the backyard. We were all just kind of hanging out watching Borat. It was a great time. But He's got his little, he's got his little fire in the middle. Yeah. It was very cute. Very cozy. We're a very cozy man. Yeah, and then... Yeah, hey, it was nice. I remember, oh my god, the knapsacks. Wait, we gotta talk about the knapsacks. I was about to say. That was the savior. So cold really fast, and then Leo just whips out these things. They're, so basically, there's an, there's an Oregon company called Polar, and they make these things called knapsacks, which are like sleeping bags, but you can like... They have pockets, a hood, except you can walk around in them too, because it has it's a... like a sleeping bag with armholes. I'm assuming it's knapsacks called NAP. Uh, yeah, it's like a nap. Wait, it's spelled like backpack? It's spelled K-N? It's like spelled like a backpack? No, it's not. It's spelled with an N. Yeah, my bad. Because I looked um, it up to possibly buy. Yeah. And they're pretty awesome. Like, I, I, they're a little pricey, I will admit. Like, they're like a hundred bucks. I mean, I think that's fair. It's like a, it's a very, like, multi-use product. You're just going to be... Very well, well thought out product. It's, very yeah, it's, well, it's like one of those things that, like, it's kind of like bridging the gap to new crazy science that's like, whoa, this is a thing that you can actually... Yeah. Engineer. Crazy science. This is engineering and oh, crazy care. science. I don't care if it's crazy science or not. I just like being warm. <laughs> we are very close to man. You, bro. I'm like the, the, the token yeah, I like crazy hates child. I hate cold. So, here's yeah. the here's the difference. I don't hate being cold. I just or no, I hate I don't hate the cold. I just hate being cold. Like I like feeling really cozy and warm. Mm-hmm. And that feels way better in the cold. The problem is that if I'm not cozy and warm, I'm just really cold and I don't like being cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm one of those people who can be cold and just kind of chill, be okay with it, but that's not everybody. Totally. I just don't really care. As long as I'm like, not really dying, like, I'm okay with it. I feel like I heat up really fast, so I, I switch between putting on and taking off a lot of layers all the time. Okay. I heat up really fast. <laughs> I, that's not, honestly not that much of a flex because like when you're if you're cold all the time you can put on more layers but if you heat up really fast there's not much you can do because you that's just get extremely hot that's why i hate really feet. yeah it's like it's like i have these slippers and then i wear them for 10 minutes and then i'm like my feet are all sweaty and gross and i take them off but then i take them off for 10 minutes and my feet go back to being really cold it's cold outside mm. yeah, the heat i'm very hot yeah so i feel like, like Tolerance to different temperatures is really like a personal thing, um, but like, it's for me. I can't do heat because I don't feel like I can control it, and uh-huh. it's like I, if I'm out in like I've been to Death Valley, did Death Valley, and I literally was like, there's nothing I can do to change this. There's nothing I can do to like remedy me being hot you can't like because you can't take more clothes off once you're just wearing like shorts and a t-shirt like oh maybe you can okay well like you can't just walk around um and like you know like like actually that was, I was not gonna continue that it's very like you can't like put more layers on you can't go into a fire you can like stand in front of a you can go into an air-conditioned building but you can't like achieve anything if you're trying to do stuff outside versus you just like you can be in the coldest temperature ever just wear a bunch of fucking clothes and you'll be fine yeah. it's bulkier but you'll be fine like just achieve things that's why i hate i hate the heat love the cold that was a really disturbing way of saying it but yeah i like the heat though because i enjoy dressing down and like being like Okay, I don't like being, you can't be comfy in the heat, but I enjoy the unique feeling that heat, 
like the unique environment that it brings. Because yeah. you definitely you cannot be comfy, point. but the like, it's more energetic and fun. Well, here's the other thing though. I, I, think, I think cold is clean, and heat is kind of nasty sometimes. Like yeah, I, same here. Cozy. I like getting nasty though. <laughs> cozy warm <laughs> I like cozy warm heat like like chilling under a blanket like cuddling that's like cozy warm heat but like sweaty heat like outside like or if you're working out yeah that's like, like nasty wet bad heat but cold is like clean cold is always clean you're oh you always feel like I think the most like in control when you're in a colder climate that's a, that's um, a, I once got an ice burn um ooh. at state while I was skiing that hurt so bad um, I hit a jump that I thought was uh, smaller than it actually was. <laughs> I started leaning <laughs> forward, um, and I just ate shit. I mean, it was great. If it was, everyone was laughing about it, even me. Like I was just like, ah! But it was that kind of moment of just being like, oh fuck, this is gonna sting for the next couple of days. So it's like, is it like like mini frostbite? No, but I mean, it's kind of like getting a cut, but with ice. Uh, but because it's so cold, um, it kind of like freezes it while it's getting cut. So like, ice like gets inside your skin and shit, and like it melts over time, which makes it hurt. It's just a big, not fun time. That's it not... doesn't sound like a fun time at all. Damn. Well, boys, I think I feel uh, like it's a good time to wrap. It's been about an hour. It's like, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, that is the third episode of Four Idiots, Four Idiots in a Microphone. Uh, we figured out Idiots. an easier way to record. You can probably hear some nice music right now. If you can't, yeah. then it's just us, but, you know. They should be Big shout-out to, to Craig. Yeah, yeah bro, shout-out to Craig. Craig. Also, shout-out, wait, we gotta give a quick shout-out to the Singapore Community Development Council for being our 1% <laughs> of listeners. If you listen to this, shout-out to you, bro. <laughs> we found our that 1% hilarious. 1% of listeners that come from Singapore. Let's go. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, all right. Everybody take care of yourselves. Yeah, have a good one. I will not. Stay safe. Stay warm. Whatever you're doing. Stay cozy. Watch a movie. Wear your seatbelt. I'm done. Get some clean warmth on you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Clean (laughs) Clean warmth. Okay, peace, peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.